Are you an entrepreneur just getting started in creating video content for your business? Or have you been creating it for a while and it's just not hitting the way that you want it to? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast. My name is Diana Gladney and I'm going to help you with the tips and the strategies to amplify your business and your brand using video. So if that's something that you're into, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with your host, Estimosis, Diana Gladney. And in today's episode, I want to talk about creating video micro content for your business. Now, this is very easy to do because it's only really one or two lanes that you can fit in, maybe maybe a hybrid lane that I won't get into a ton, but let's just kind of define these. The first one is creating micro content that you can share directly to your posts based off of pieces that you've made, which means taking a segment of your videos that you're already making. that's a good, competent piece and posting it to a social media platform. That's one way. The second way is creating a dedicated piece that has no connection to anything else. It's not coming from anywhere. It's just a piece that you're making. You can answer a question. You can do whatever, pick it for how you come up with the, what you make totally on you and a lot of different avenues there. However, this is a piece that's only being made for a specific platform. This is something like an Instagram stories because you have to be in the stories app, turn the phone on yourself and start it in order for you to start making it. That's one piece. The third one is can be considered like a hybrid piece in which this isn't something coming from a prior video only. This isn't something only mixed within, uh, you know, for the platform, it is something that's a little bit of both. So maybe it's a piece from a a video. It could be B-roll clips. It could be an actual talking segment, or it could be a piece that you are actually, how can I say, um, you're, you're mixing, you're taking a piece that you already have, or maybe a piece that's going around this, that's trending or something like that. And you're mixing that with a native piece. A person that does a great job of this is Gary Vee. And you also will see this on like trending pages for TikTok and for Instagram and stuff like that, or even Facebook sometimes where, and I think TikTok does this in the best way because you'll see like it's something like the duet or now Reels just came out, not Reels, but Instagram came out with another way of doing that called Remix. So I guess they're trying to stick with the R of everything, Remix, Instagram, Reels, all that kind of stuff. And what you can do is is when you see the side-by-sides, Gary Vee does this in a fantastic way because he takes something that he said from the past, compares that to something that he's saying now, either to say he's right or either to say he's wrong or either to say I'm saying the same thing. Like I said it in 2013 and now I'm saying it in 2021 and it's the same information and here's how that's been relevant. Where if you've been listening to me, you made it. And if you didn't, now you get another opportunity because it's still the same. You know what I'm saying? So that could be a thing. Or you see this again where somebody has one story going on on TikTok or something that they're responding to, whether it's in real time, whether it's in back and forth or whatever the case. Uh, Another variation of that, still a hybrid, is where you're taking just a snippet of it. And it's usually where you think you're about to see something and then something interrupts you. Coming to mind, and I hope this is not (laughs) any (laughs) looked at negatively here. But it's just the gosh darn truth. It's the funniest gosh darn thing ever. It was a guy that was like, it was like this picture. This super, super sexy dude, right? Masculine, all the stuff, all the right stuff in all the right places, right? And then it's like he has his phone or whatever and he's acting like he's about to 
reveal himself or what have you. And it's just like by the time he gets to, I don't know about his belly button or so. And then you see a guy or you see the next thing that you see when you think you're about to see something is not this was on my. OK, let me let me let me just save myself the, the slight embarrassment. OK. Yes, I watched up until that point <laughs> because it was like, OK, first of all, I don't like do we have to give explanation for this? No. OK, probably not. But I feel like I'm obligated to. Nevertheless. OK. Huh. Because it just sounds like what the hell were you watching or where were you at? It was just on the feed of Facebook. OK. It's like I'm trying to give explanation for myself to prove that I wasn't doing something that I maybe shouldn't have been, but it's like, either way it was on the Facebook. And I was like, yeah, that's the, that definitely stopped the scroll. All right. So right when you think you're about to see something or whatever, cause you like, hold on, how is this? Okay. How is this here? But okay. <laughs> but, and so this guy comes in and the next thing that you see is a bunch of just like white. And this, this guy has a, his Bible <laughs> and he's slapping the camera. And he's like, and he didn't even say anything. He just looked at it like, now, you know, you know better. And then that was it. And it was, it, he said nothing. All you heard was the Bible hitting the camera. Like, hey, 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 stop. Uh, like, you know better. Get it together. And it was the funniest thing. I mean, the absolute funniest thing. Hence why it was going around. N nobody, nor did I ever see, and I can't say nobody ever did, but I, no, you never saw the what com comes like the the original video. Never. You only saw the hybrid version of that because it was hilarious. Because what you thought you was about to see, you weren't. Now I'm a person that enjoys a nice little piece of craftsmanship, if you will. Okay, so again, a nice attractive man you see with his shirt off on just like, mm, okay, that gets your attention for a second. But the pattern interrupt there is the fact that the guy just comes in with the Bible of all things, like get it together, snap out of it and get back to your normal day. You're like, okay, my bad. I was slipping. I was slipping. So not that you got to go all that route, but it's funny because it's not what you expect. However, it's the funny thing that happens when it's like, tell me or show me a person that lives rent free in your house that, you know, does, yeah, show me a person that lives rent free in your house that eats everything. And the cutest thing ever, again, what you're hearing and what you think you're about to see, you don't. And the next thing that I saw, the cutest little toddler that's like one and a half, two years old two little teeth coming in at the bottom, just cheesing and drooling. And it's just the prettiest little baby and just different stuff of the baby doing cute little things. But that's a person that lives rent free in your house that just thinks you're there to serve them only. So it's like what you usually see when you see that, or like, especially like maybe you see a teenager that's asleep, room's dirty, whatever the case is, could be a spouse, <laughs> same thing. But this time it was a little baby that was just like, oh, it's so cute. It's like they can stay. They can stay. <laughs> and so those are fantastic ways of making hybrid pieces that are pattern interrupts. You can hop on something that's trending and all kinds of stuff. Now, when you think about that, you think like, oh, crap, now I got to make all this extra stuff. Now I got to make something different. And the honest answer is not necessarily. 
I make different stuff when I'm inspired to or when I'm sitting and I have thought and I pick up, you know, paper. I always have paper around me or a notebook, a journal or something so I can sit and have time to really think and piece this together. Like, hmm, do I really want to make this thing that I'm thinking about or I'm having this idea or something that inspires me? For example, I could take a piece that I did when I was first getting started and first starting to like come into my own voice of being online and talking about video and YouTube and things like that and compare me to me where I'm sitting there and watching it like she's absolutely right, (laughs) you know, or, you know, whatever the case is or take something that you think that you would expect to see, like show me somebody that lives rent free in your house and this and that or whatever. And maybe it's your parent or something if they just came to live with you or if they're somebody that's in your life or whatever. And, but it's the other way around instead of it being them taking care of you as you take care of them. And it could be something that's super sweet because maybe you take them out to dinner and stuff like that. So things like that, it's like, if you think of something or if you see something that gives you an idea and you want to create your own version of it or recreate it, go for it. Because so much of this is still maintaining the fun element. That's why you'll see somebody like a Gary V share something that's him garage selling in the summertime every year. And you just kind of can't get enough of it if you follow him or whatever, because you kind of don't care. He's yeah, showing you hustle hacks and stuff like that or whatever. But I just like to see things that people are interested in other than the core thing that I'm following them for. So it's just an interest point. Kind of like for me, the other thing is also like the interactions that he have. He posted one today about him seeing a kid where he was literally just going to a yard. And it's like, Gary V, what are you doing in my neighborhood? Like, I live right here. Like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, showing people how to garage sale, like always in the summer doing his thing. Have a conversation that he's like, no, man, don't go do the traditional thing. Go do what you're passionate about and what you love, because you can always go back to going to finance school. Like finance school is never going to change. It's never going anywhere. There's no advancements in technology to make finance school any less available or, you know, applicable later or in two more years if you want to come back to it. But go explore while you have your youth and go do it because you can always like you can mess up for the next 10 years and you still have plenty of time. So that was the piece in like 30 seconds or less. I'm pretty sure it's like 30 seconds or less. And so when you think about what you post, sometimes people think too much into what you post. Yes, there are these three categories that I just outlined, just just to show that it can kind of fit into one bubble or the other. A piece that you make dedicated for it could be using the tools that's already built into it. I did a piece that I'm not necessarily comfortable with simply because I enjoy using like my cameras and stuff like that. But I also wanted to get some experience the more that I'm um, taking up a presence on TikTok. And honestly, like I said, hit that for you page um, like over the last couple of days and still on there for whatever reason. So it's just like, alrighty then. And so it's just starting to like, it's starting to turn into a snowball thing. So one of the things that I did though, this isn't the video that's uh, currently like trending on the for you page or listed on the For You page, but it is a video that I just made, specifically made in the TikTok app. TikTok app. Somebody asked me a question and I responded to it because of how I could do it, the ease of use, and it would be native to the platform and I really didn't need to do anything special. I always think sometimes like, 
if I'm getting ready to make a piece, I need to stop, hold everything and then go do that for like a YouTube specific and then do a, like it's like, no, because I can always, always, always. And I'm likely to always am do a dedicated piece for YouTube. But this I wanted to one, get to the question and answer that, but then two, make it easy and native in the platform that people are kind of used to seeing. The only thing that I didn't do that kind of regret that I I did uh, should have done there, but I knew I wanted to repurpose this piece, which may not have been the best decision in hindsight was I wanted to add a trending song to it. And I think that would have made it better, but I wanted to repurpose that. And I know I can't remove the audio separate from my voice in the app. So even then it's like, I kind of shot myself in the foot on that one. But if I had to do it again, I would just make that piece dedicated for TikTok and leave it there. And that's it because I know I can't post popular songs on YouTube without content copyright strikes or picking something that they authorize for you to use. But even then, even then it's like still playing that copyright game and I don't play the copyright game. I just abide by it. And so that's the thing. And so what I've found is that what works best is finding what works for you. That could be sitting down doing a dedicated piece that's 60 seconds or less. If it's going to Instagram reels, 30 seconds or less. Sometimes like the intimidation of the, to like be present or to show up, or you feel like you got to show up in a certain way. Like only reason I said, reason, reason why I say that TikTok video kind of was a little uncomfortable for me because it's, it is with my phone and I'm so used to using cameras past that. I was very happy at the end of like, this was so easy. It was stupid. Like the the thinking about it, the before and the back, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I should have just did this like same day. But for me personally, I prefer to do this. Sit down, be in front of the camera. If you're listening to the audio only version of this um, in the Buy Me A Coffee members area, you're seeing the video. That's where these um, tend to live. And you'll see portions of that on social media because I'll clip it out. But when I'm sitting down in front of my camera, like I don't have to do anything but come in here, sit down. I record anything that I'm doing at my desk, just about through Ecamm Live or some variation of it. All my audio settings and everything are already locked in using um, Ecamm Live and the Rodecaster Pro. And I'm good to go. So my regular videos are pretty much done here. I used to do them back at the Settee. Um, I believe that's how it's pronounced S E T T E E. Um, but the little bench or a little sofa behind me that you will usually see the, the green one in my videos, but it's like, for what though, <laughs> you know, it's like other than for a change of pace or senior or something like that, but it's like, I can just sit here and make way more than trying to, for whatever reason, move around the office and change the dynamic just a little bit. Cause it's not necessarily going to add more value. It honestly adds sometimes more work than just using the system that I have built here for the reason why I've built the system. And so I also still use that to my advantage because in Ecamm Live, I can create a vertical video natively in in the application. I don't have to do anything else. I can change the video orientation size and I'm good to go. I can literally, and that's how any of those full scale videos that you see, that's all that it is most of the time, unless I use my Sony a6600 and my Sigma 16 millimeter lens. And then I go do like the skits that I'll do sometimes with the vlog therapist and stuff like that. 
that's recorded um, in my camera in a different part of the office, obviously to utilize the space because it makes sense then. But when you're thinking about the what to do is I say start with like, like uh, you'll hear me say this a lot and I give credit to where credit is due came from Heather Torres of Think Media of whom I love and appreciate because it just is, it was something that really set me free when it comes to content creation, especially like when you think the reason why I'm trying to get you into micro content is because I also want to help set you free in releasing the content. It's not, it's like, that's the thing with like a release. When you think about a release, it's, it almost thinks, it makes me think about artists like the Wu-Tang Clan, you know, artists that are like in that nineties genre and stuff like that. Very rarely ever did they have music that they truly felt was finished, but at some point they had to release it. So same way with your video content, it's not necessarily that it's in its best possible state ever that it possibly ever could be, but at some point you have to release it. Micro content helps you do that. So when you think about doing content, release it. Micro content is an easy way to do that. Create a dedicated piece in the app. Take a portion of a piece that you did that's a relevant, competent piece from a video that you already have and take a snippet of that 60 seconds or less pro tip, chop out the breathing. So it's like, (laughs) like, you know, it's like, take that stuff out that you normally would have. Then also take some of the extra pauses and stuff out. And it will seem like you're doing a lot of jump cuts. That's what it would be look like. Jump from one part to another, to another, to another. That's okay. You got to understand it's a, it's different cultural and social norms on every social media platform. And you may feel slightly uncomfortable with that, but that's okay. Cause your audience will be comfortable. And a lot of what you're going to do as a content creator is in discomfort for you, but to be of comfort to the audience. So get used to it. Or you could do a piece that you have that is in the app, a story something that you do or whatever. I did another one that was like a roadcaster pro hack that was in the app in Instagram reels app. It's okay to like bring the barriers down. I prefer my comfort. My personal comfort is to do what I know, which is the cameras specifically. And so for a lot of people, the easiest thing is my discomfort because I want the, the look that I'm used to. I want the this, that, or whatever. But if I'm willing to say and do what's necessary and needed, I would encourage you to also to take that same approach and do what's necessary or needed. Maybe what you're comfortable with is your phone and that is the easiest thing. And like I said, giving credit to where credit is due from uh, of what Heather said, which is what's the minimum effective dose? Every medication, every medication that you can think of has a minimum effective dose. This is the least amount that you need for it to still be effective. And a lot of times that's content with your phone. It has nothing to do with a lack of quality because I showed on a previous post on my Instagram where here's what it looks like of what's possible of making video content with your phone. Most people were blown away. How the hell did they pull that off? You go to youtube.com, 
forward slash iPhoneographers, iPhoneographers. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But I showed clips of, that's all his channel is, smartphone content creation. And it's like, I don't do that at all. I don't even try to, because it's just not for me. Like my, it's just, it's my, my thing is cameras. Like I get it wholeheartedly. If it's something I want to do, I can make that come to life with a camera. Like I know how. Phones, I haven't, I haven't put five years worth of, of time into it. Cameras, I absolutely have. Absolutely have. I've put five years worth of almost daily learning into camera stuff. If I had done the same thing with the phone, I'm pretty sure I'd be pretty lethal with the phone the same way I am with the cameras. But I picked my lane because I'm like, this is where I want to go. And this is what I love or coming to love at this time. And it worked out. So the other thing is post. The best way to grow on social media is post. Release the content. Again, going back to the 90s artists, very few of them actually, actually had a piece that was just like, yeah, it's finished. They had pieces that they released. And that's where the remix would come in. And that's where the master, that's where the remaster, that's where all, all these variations of the same song, because it was never finished, but they released it. Then they came back and did the other stuff. So release your videos. You can always do something else. Remix it later. Literally on Instagram, they have the remix. Remix your videos. Do it again. Something I love about Sean of Think Media, Sean Cannell. He's not afraid to make the same video. If you think about any of the people that you love to follow, they're not afraid to make the same video. And it's not necessarily the same video, but they recreate that video with new relevancy. Do the same thing. I would encourage you do the same thing. How many years can you go back and look up what's the best camera for YouTube and see Sean make that video over and over and over again? Not because he's literally just kind of making the same video, but because the relevancy changes. It is okay to, for you to do the same. It's okay. So when you think about creating a piece, I know that the video that I did that was on my phone, that was a TikTok answer, I'm going to recreate that. I'm okay with recreating content. I'm okay with remixing it. I'm okay with remastering it. But at some point, you got to release it. That's the core crux of honestly getting started with creating micro, micro content. Create a piece. Post it. Create a dedicated piece. Post it. Take a snippet from a piece that you've already done and post it. Hop on something that's trending, that's fun, that's interesting to you, or an idea that you have and post it. That's pretty much the formula. It's not a whole lot of moving parts. Yeah, there are other things that go into it. Stuff like hashtags, stuff like, you know, best practices per platform. But let's just start with posting. Because I went and I saw on Facebook, logged in the other day, and it showed a video that was hella old. 
like 2017 or something like that. And it was a like one of the first micro content pieces that I put out. And I was proud to see that piece because it let me know, keep going. It gets better. So that's what I'm going to leave it for today's episode on this podcast. If you have questions, you feel free to, um, of course, hit me up. I'll put a link for where you can leave questions if you want to send an audio message or something like that um, in regards to this or other topics uh, and things like that. Also, make sure you leave a rating or review and things like that. But with that, guys, live with passion. And uh, as I love to end all of my podcast episodes, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, live with passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. So was that helpful? Did you get some tips out of that? Did you get something that you can implement today? If you did, make sure you leave a rating or review for the podcast. Helps get this show more exposure. Make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also share it with a friend. Somebody you know needs some help with their video content strategy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.